Don't Test Trump, today on The World. I'm Carol Hills. Vice President Mike Pence warns North Korea not to test Trump's resolve. And there's no script for what happens next. We really haven't seen an unpredictable administration making these threats to Pyongyang. It's a good test, but it's a dangerous one. Plus, Turks vote by a narrow margin to expand their president's powers. But questions remain. How do we proceed when the country is clearly polarized and when all the major economic centers seem to have voted no? And an Iranian-American finds a home in the U.S. Army. That unity and that diversity was everything that I needed, that I had no idea that I needed. But post-Trump, she's questioning all of that. It's coming up on The World. I'm Carol Hills, and this is The World. Thanks for being with us on this Monday. Lots happening around the globe today, from the Boston Marathon just down the road from our studios to the ongoing tensions over North Korea's nuclear program. We'll have more on North Korea later in the show. We begin, though, with news out of Turkey. A referendum was held there yesterday with big implications for a key U.S. and NATO ally. The big winner appears to be Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Voters decided by a slim margin to expand his powers. Last night, his supporters celebrated in the streets. Opponents mostly stayed home, though some did venture out to bang pots and pans to protest the vote. Kareem Fahim is in Istanbul. He's covering the story for The Washington Post. Big voter turnout around 86 percent and a victory for Erdogan, but it was a pretty close margin. Is that how it looks to you in Istanbul? Yeah, absolutely. The yes vote, which represents President Erdogan's supporters, won with 51 percent of the vote. But at the same time, the referendum was defeated in three of Turkey's largest cities, which represent roughly a a quarter of the country's population. There was significant resistance to this proposal. And that was Istanbul, Um, Ankara and Izmir? Exactly. So a far narrower margin than I think the president and his supporters were expecting or wanted. As a result, the sort of divisive atmosphere that prevailed in the lead up to the referendum and for a couple of years now really in Turkey is still sort of very much in evidence and people are wondering sort of what the aftermath of the vote is going to look like. What are these new powers that will now come to the president of Turkey? The major shift after this referendum is that Turkey shifts from a parliamentary to a presidential system, which is in itself a huge change. The role of president was almost a ceremonial role, and he becomes effectively the head of state. And so his biggest areas of influence are over the parliament and over the judiciary. And the parliament also loses uh, much of its oversight role over the president. Of course, this referendum comes after the attempted coup last summer, hundreds of thousands of people losing their jobs, 47,000 other people in jail post-coup attempt. Where does this leave the opposition in Turkey? In a very weak state. You know, the opposition parties, after the result last night, quickly said that there had been irregularities. And, you know, today they've called, you know, the main opposition party has called for the cancellation of the results of the vote. But the the atmosphere, the space for dissent is much, much more restricted now. And, you know, there is this sort of general sense 
There is a hyper-nationalism that's really evident in the country now. Um, you know, one of the opposition parties was, you know, all but sort of eviscerated. This is the pro-Kurdish HDP party. Its co-founders have been arrested. Members have been arrested. And that party was supposed to play really sort of a critical role in opposing the referendum. And so that that voice was sort of eliminated. Remind us how critical Turkey is uh, to the U.S. as an ally and, and how this referendum vote could affect that. Turkey is a critical part. It, it has become an especially critical partner in the last couple of years because of the ongoing conflicts in Syria and Iraq and the fight against the Islamic State. The U.S. depends on Turkey as a military partner, and Turkey has also become one of the largest hosting countries for refugees from Syria, which is very important for the Europeans who are anxious for those refugees not to travel to Europe. So, so it's a big deal. Uh, so it's a big deal.